and thank you for tuning in to Discontinued Now What? So I wanted to introduce you guys to a young lady that I had the pleasure of having a conversation with this past week. Her name is Valeria Maritza. So she is a quantum energy healer, an intuitive um, Reiki master, Akashic record she actually uh, deals with and also a spiritual mentor. And she coins herself the light language queen. And I never knew exactly what light language was, but she does actually go into it. So it's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So I, I suggest you guys, uh, you know, look into that as well. So she has a website. It's called healingthroughyou.com. And she does different techniques and um, kind of classes to help you heal and kind of see where, you know, same traumas might be actually coming from, if it's something that's happened recently or if it's something that's kind of been you know, within your, how do you say, your energy throughout your life and, and prior to that. So it's something pretty interesting. But I wanted you guys to kind of hear this conversation. I had a, a little bit of an epiphany myself uh, when talking to her. So that was pretty awesome. So stay tuned to the episode here. Hope you guys uh, rate and review this episode. All her information will be at the bottom. And yeah, enjoy. Hello, hello, good morning. Wanted to welcome you guys to DCNW Live. We're gonna be talking to Valeria Maritza, so we're gonna wait until she hops on here so we can let her into the chat. So I actually, hey girl, perfect, I love it. All right, let me see here. So Val, if you can actually um, hit request to join and then I can accept it. Hey, April. Okay, here we go, here we go. Yep, your request. All right, takes a minute. Then we can hop on here. Cool. All right. So she, we should be connecting soon now. Hi. Hi. How are you? <laughs> Good. How are you? Welcome so to excited. Instagram Live. <laughs> Yay. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, I wanted to talk to you because I was, I was going through your website and I was actually finding everything and you know, reading your chapter in the book of The Voyage and the Return, uh, The Path to Self-Discovery, co-author. Hey, <laughs> little plug. I love it. I love it. So it was just very interesting because I, and it's funny because I guess everything kind of just starts coming to you when you're kind of least expect it. You know, I'm, I'm somebody who has, had never tried Reiki, had never tried, you know, doing meditation or hypnosis or anything like that. And then all of a sudden, now because I'm open to it, these different things just start coming. I was like, I have to talk to her. I have to talk to her. I have to talk to her. <laughs> Isn't it amazing? Once you start going down that rabbit hole, that's it. Yeah, not that's it. Back. Yeah, the universe is like, all right, so you're, I guess you're ready. So let's go. <laughs> yes, awesome. It's amazing. Yeah. So tell us, so how did you get um, into the book? Like, how did that kind of whole thing happen first? Let's go into that before we kind of do, um, you know, everything that you do uh, Sorry, my dog is like coughing. That's again. okay. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. I just got a puppy. Um, yeah. Um, so I actually manifested the book. Uh, 
Okay. Yeah. I was following Mike um, Mike Dudley, I think his last name is. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's amazing. And he was talking about making a list for manifestation. And I was like, I'm going to try this. And so I started making a list of 100 things that I wanted to manifest. And this oh, that's was like, amazing. Yeah, it was like the third week of... Um, of um january and mm-hmm. then i wrote um i want to be uh, an author and then i put i want to be a best-selling author and you know within like a couple of days i started receiving things on my feed about books and becoming nice. part of one and i was like wow um and they weren't matching my uh my energy like the everything looked good but like the title or the theme wasn't me yeah, um, yeah. And then this one came through and I was like, this is it. I have to do this. Yeah. Um, and I, and, and I, I love yeah. that you, you write that because, you know, a lot of people say, oh, you know, I want a big house or I want uh, a nice car. or I want this or I want that. And it's very general. And I'm actually coming to learn. So when you're actually doing your manifestations and stuff like this, you really have to be incredibly specific. And it's yes. the wording of how you actually write it down how you actually say it you know uh, you know like when I every time it's, uh, this is the story that I tell every time with Jamie it's like yeah I wanted to manifest you know a great partner I want him to you know have a great job have this have that whatever and then Jamie comes back to me she's like those things are great but how about emotionally available because they can have the laundry list of whatever you want from them but if they're not emotionally available, then what do you really need with that partner? You know what I mean? So it's, yeah. it's very, very important to have those specific details and, and be as granular as you can, which is, I, I think is, it's hard, I think, because we're so general and, and especially for me, it's hard for me to be like, not that I deserve something or, or whatever, but it's like, maybe that's too big to dream of, or maybe that's too much to think of right now. You know, I'm very kind of like very reserved. Reserved, yeah. To, no, I'm going to take the, the boat and just roll with it. You know, just just go, go, go. Just whatever you want, write it down, be specific, and it'll happen. There's, you have to work for it, of course, but there's things and opportunities that will allow you to, you know, do a podcast, do a website, you know, create a business, you know, yes. stuff like that. So, yeah, that's awesome. That's really awesome. And it's really important uh, what you said as well about like allowing yourself to receive more and be very, very specific because sure. once you have fogginess here in your head, like what is it exactly that I want and you're putting everything out there and it's so broad, it's difficult to actually bring it. Like I manifested my dog, like right there. Um, <laughs> I was looking for a rescue dog since like beginning of July. Yeah. And I had like a list of like 11 different breeds that I wanted. I had like this like amount, like eight different years. It could be between a puppy and eight years old. Like I had all of this. And then all of a sudden I was like, you know what? I want one of these four breeds. So I narrowed it down to four from yeah. 11. Uh, I want it to be between two and four years old. And I want it to be this color. And the next day he's here. <laughs> and I he's three. It. He's three years yeah. old. So Perfect. he was like exactly what I said between two and four. And, and it didn't happen until I became clear on what I wanted. Yeah. Because I think the universe is like, okay, that's great. But I mean, it could, I can give you a thousand million different options and combinations. I don't know what you want. Like, I want a dog. Yes. Okay, great. There's a gazillion breeds. <laughs> a different right. ages, different this. Yeah. Different things. So it's, 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 
it's cool it's really cool it's really cool yeah it's amazing yeah so you manifested it that is that is pretty cool that is pretty yes cool. Uh, so did it take you a while to to write the chapter or was it something that just kind of flowed with you because I know talking about stuff and actually writing stuff down at least for for me and my experience never writing a book never have really chatted about certain things I was just like oh this is like real (laughs) okay yeah so the universe loves speed so once you put it out to the universe and you begin to receive back like for example Mm -hmm. I received back on my feet opportunities to join different books and then I I I received this one which really hit home I was like yeah this is it yeah then the next thing was a call and the next day I signed up and then uh with that week I wrote it it took me three nights to write my chapter wow It was like that. And so by, I think it was the third week of February, my chapter was done. I did some revisions later on, but Mm -hmm. it was very, very minimal. Um, I had some people, you know, some other authors here read my chapter and give me feedback. And I did a a couple of tweaks on that as well. But I was done. Like, here it is. And now I'm just like sitting back and waiting for it to be published. (laughs) It's supposed to publish in in May. But That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But that's the key. The key is like once you put it out and you feel and you see that the universe is returning your Mm -hmm. answer, then you have to act without really thinking too much. Because as soon as we start thinking, we start to convince ourselves. Yeah, Yeah. the doubt comes in. The ego comes in. I shouldn't do this. Maybe I shouldn't talk about this. Why am I doing this? Why, you know, that that, that thing happens. No, I, I get it. And it's funny that you say that because... Um, so Jamie is the one who introduced me to kind of getting into the book and stuff. Cause I had always talked about, I was like, maybe I, I should write a book, you know, maybe uh-huh. I should, I don't know. But I was like, who really wants to read that? You know, kind of getting that self doubt, you know, yeah. in, in, in my brain. And then, um, because they were going to, uh, print in May, I was like, oh, I, I guess I missed the, missed the boat. I was like, it's okay. I was <laughs> like, if, you know, if she ever does a book again or whatever, you know, let me know, kind of keep me posted or whatever. And I think it was like maybe a month later, Jamie's like, well, it's postponed. And I'm like, okay, why are you telling me this? <laughs> She's like, you need to do it. And I'm like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. She's like, no, Steph. She's like, you've been talking about it, talking about it. It, you know, you miss, you miss the boat, quote unquote. Now it's coming back. Like it's, it's, everything is coming together and you, you have to, t- you have to do it. The universe is telling you, you got to do it. She's like, I don't want to do it because I don't, I don't want to, she, she wanted to do it. And then she was like, I don't know. And then she's like, well, what should I write about? And what she started <laughs> writing about actually turned up into something different than what she wrote about. You know what I mean? So it's, it's cool. It's, 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 you know, when you actually want to do something and when you actually kind of put your mind to it and sometimes not even wanting to, you know, the universe is like, well, you said you wanted to write a book. So here you go. Like, what are you, what are you waiting for? Like, and it's going to wait for you, whether it's now or it's, you know, an, a month from now or a year from now, it's going to happen again. Like it's, it's going to, it's inevitable. It's going to keep you know? on surfacing and coming mm-hmm. back and you thinking, oh, well, maybe I should do it. And it's going to keep happening until you actually right. take action and do it. Yeah, definitely. For sure. for sure. Yeah. So speaking of manifestation, so how did you get into what you're doing now? The healing through you. Tell us a little bit about that and kind of tell uh, the world, if you will. Um, what you actually do and how you can actually help with manifestation, intention, love, quantum healing. I saw Akashic Records. I want to talk about all of that. I know we only have a little bit of time, but <laughs> okay, <laughs> as yes. much as we can. <laughs> so I'm a quantum energy healer and I do 
Reiki and Akashic Records and I'm the light language queen. I totally crown myself on that. I don't know yeah. if you've heard about light language, but it is like No, such... please yeah, let's uh let's talk about that. What is what is uh light language? Light language. So light language, um you may have heard about it like in biblical terms, uh they call it uh speaking in tongues. And it's mm-hmm. the type of speech or language that you speak that pretty much sounds like gibberish or it sounds like what are you talking about it's like a completely different uh, language that makes no sense in any language that is known uh, okay. to the nations right and what it does is it surpasses your ego and your brain when you like let's say let's say i say to you i'm going to do a healing and clear your chakras and then if you have blockages you're like I don't know if I want to clear it. You know, I'm like so attached to, to having this pain, right? And so yeah. you immediately start to put up walls if you're not ready to release, right? Um, and so it becomes a little bit harder or longer. Light language is like so abstract that you're like, what is happening? And you have no idea. And so the messages and the healing go straight to your soul. It goes straight to your heart and it heals. Oh. It goes really deep. And it's so fast. I mean, incredibly fast. Um, it, would, it takes me like you know, between a minute to three minutes to just trans to do the transmission. And like, we can clear like, um, hundreds of ancestral uh, trauma from your lineage. It, and it's happened yeah. like so many times. It's amazing. Wow. I love that it. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that is really, really cool. No, I had never heard of that. So that's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So what, what kind of, you know, got you into doing this? Like, you know, the, the quantum, you know, talk a little bit about the quantum healing and what is what that actually is for some people who actually don't know and maybe are kind of interested. Um, I also follow Joe Dispenza and I talk about energy and all that stuff. And he, uh-huh. he talks about, you know, quantum healing as well. So, it, you know, for those who those of us who are kind of familiar, maybe not so familiar, if you want to kind of uh, go into that as well, that would be great. So, OK, let me just backtrack a little bit. Um, yeah. When I, before I did, I had my whole awakening, I did the work and figure everything out that was happening. Um, I would just. So yeah, let's get, let's get granular. So what kind of happened that, that kind of, you know, made you go into this, this type of healing or this type of work in general? Like what, was there something that, that maybe triggered it or something happened in your life that was like, oh, okay, this is not what I need to be doing. I need to be doing this. Okay. So. My first awakening happened when my mom passed away. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're, hold on. Yeah, you're, you're kind of like breaking up a little bit. No. <laughs> Can you hear me now? There, there we go. There we go. Okay. <laughs> I had an incoming call, of course, in the middle, and I was like closing oh, it. Oh, of course. <laughs> and the headphones like started like busy. <laughs> no, I'm not busy. You know, I have nothing to do all day. <laughs> okay, sorry. So my first thing okay. happened when my mom passed away, and I actually mm-hmm. had this. Uh, and I wrote uh, on my chapter, I had this this thing where I heard her speak to me, and I was so excited because I had always been interested in mediums, in tarot readings, in all of that stuff. I was always interested in it. And yeah. that was that. I gave the message to the people that, you know, the message came through. And that was that. I had no idea there was something in me that I could actually use. And then uh, I, be- I was a teacher. I, um, I worked as a the, uh, art teacher for 15 years. 
Okay. And I was really feeling towards the last couple of years, this feeling of like, this is just not for me. There's something bigger. I don't know what to do. And I was like really thinking of like leaving my job, not knowing like what else am I going to do? I mean, right. this is my career, right? Right. Um, and actually the year uh, right when COVID hit, that January, I was like contemplating. I had talked to a, a colleague and I was like, I think I'm, I'm going to look into like teaching from home or something. I want to just work from home. And yeah. then like two months later, the world closed down and I was right. teaching from home. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, did I manage That's this? so funny. <laughs> it was like crazy, right? Um, that and I was like the more I did it the more I felt not aligned I mean I was really good at what I did I really mm -hmm. liked my kids but the whole politics and what I was getting out of it like like my soul it was yeah. just not being fulfilled there was something more that you were feeling they were like okay this like that awakening basically kind of like said okay you you can do more than with this you know there's 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 yes. more to be had, if you will. So, and awesome. so I had no idea. And so then I started like listening to someone who used to be a colleague of mine. Um, mm -hmm. And she was talking about spiritualism and all of this stuff. And I was drawn to her, like really drawn. And then she had yeah. this, this mentoring course. And I was like, I have to do it. And it was the scariest thing because I had never invested in myself. It was like a big chunk of money, right? It was like two months of my pay, right? Yeah. And I had to like... Yeah. There and I was so I didn't even tell my husband. He was like, you know, this is my money. I'm spending it. I'm not telling right. anyone. It was like really a scary part of my life. And I had and no I wonder why we we do that. You know, we we it's very hard for I don't know if it's if it's women or people in general, but I've noticed that a lot of women it's very difficult for them to say, I'm going to invest X amount of dollars in myself, in my education, in learning a new language or learning whatever technique or something new in my life. We have to like justify it yeah you know what I mean I don't know why we do that and I'm 100% the same way and I'm just like no I am a business I have to invest in my business like what are you doing stuff like stop thinking so much about it you you need to learn this or you need to do this or you should do this you should learn this so yeah well at that point yeah. in my in my journey I was not I didn't have a business I, and I didn't mm -hmm. even know what he was going to do for me it wasn't like I was taking a Reiki class it was just like I'm, I'm doing this spiritual thing. I have no idea yeah. what it is. Yeah. And I really started going deep within. And then everybody kept telling me, like, you know, my mentor's like, oh, you're, you know, you're highly psychic. I see this violet lights around you. And I was like, okay, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know, like, I believe you. are like, I don't, I don't know how to take me. that, but okay. <laughs> and then, like, six months later, I'm like, hey, you know what? I think I'm psychic. And she's like, I told you that six months ago. <laughs> right? So it's like that type of thing when we don't trust ourselves. Anyway, doing the work that I did, the deep work, like going deep and figuring out like what, what's stopping me? What are these feelings of like scarcity, the feelings of being afraid to show up, the yeah. feelings of all of that? I had to clear a lot of that stuff. And as that was happening, my gifts started flourishing. And then once that started happening, um, I really pretty much got like a kick in my butt, like go ahead and just try it. <laughs> questioning myself and I was like all right so I put out like in a group I was like you know I'm offering uh three sessions to heal uh your body because what I thought I could do back then was mm -hmm. alleviate physical pain from the body because I had okay. played with that before so yeah. that's what I put out there and people came with like headaches and back pains and you know and I would just do everything through zoom and it would alleviate and I was like oh my gosh and the more I did it the more I trusted myself and the yeah. more I trusted the more things opened up for me Right. 
for sure. And yeah, and this is what I write about in my chapter too, that we all are gifted. We all have these abilities. It's available for all of us. Mm -hmm. And it's just the conditioning that we're not as good, that we're separate from the divine, that keeps us small and from um, tapping into our own gifts. For sure. And I think it's, it's you know, and I, and I say this a lot because I've, I've heard it so many times and it just makes mm -hmm. so much sense, is when we're kind of coming into our own, we have to first unlearn what we've learned for so long. Yeah. That box of, you know, you're a woman, you have to be this, you're this, you're this, you're this. You know, the boxes that we put that really society or that are even culturally our family or whatever puts us in yeah. you're you know you're a woman you have to do this you can't do this you have to do this you can't do that and it's not but you can't not the have case. it all you what can't have it all right? right you know and it's business. so funny because when i was uh like after i had closed the business um you know back in 2017 i was like okay i'm gonna go into real estate and then i went back into the old the old business the orthopedic business and I remember my dad saying, he's like, you're going to do two businesses. How are you going to do two businesses? I was like, because I can. And I had never said that before. I was like, it, cause I would always say, I'm like, man, you're right. You know, how am I going to, how am I going to do real estate? How am I going to do, you know, helping these guys build the business? Like, how am I going to do that? Like, am I going to, you know, give, you know, more to one than the other? And I was like, no, you can do both. You can do it mm -hmm. all. You can do yes. it all. And then some like, stop thinking small. Yes. And I did. Absolutely. And I ended up doing, you know, both for, for a very long time. And then I realized that the orthopedic world was just no longer satisfying me. Like you were mm -hmm. saying with your, yeah. you know, you teaching your art class. I was just like, this is not that it was old me, but it kind of was old me. You know, this is the business that I had with my husband. This is the, you know, the things, this, everything kind of embodied him. This was his job, his stuff. He brought me in. And mm -hmm. I was just like, I don't, I mean, it's nice. I can help as much as I can, but I don't want to be like locked into that forever. Like I want to be able to help. I can, you know, get you guys started and move on, get yeah. you guys started and move on. Like I can help, but I'm not going to be in it to win it. Like that's not what I want to do because I want to build my business and do my stuff. So, yes, I read yeah. this the other day on somebody's post. I don't remember who it was. And mm -hmm. it was so perfectly clear. And I posted it on my, in my group as well. And he said, let go of the good because we all had it somehow good, right? But that mm -hmm. business is good. My teaching was good. But yeah. you need to let go of the good and the security um, of what's comfortable in yeah. order to become extraordinary. And oh, have, for sure. Oh, my right? God, that's great. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? It's like because you don't have room for the extraordinary if you're being pulled down by this big sack of heavy rocks that mm -hmm. is uh, aligned with all of the linear old ways of thinking. Yeah. Because quantum energy is exactly the opposite, which you asked me before, what is quantum energy? It's yeah. uh, the type of energy that creates healing without making sense, pretty much, right? Mm -hmm. It's not like, okay, take two aspirins and, you know, your, your blood will get thinner and so your headache will go away, right? right. It's kind of like, um, here's some energy for you. I have no idea what happened or what's going on. It doesn't matter. I don't care. It works good. It right? works. It works it, good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so that, uh, and that, I think that's one of my gifts as well in terms of being able to just accept and receive what's being shown to me. For and sure. this is one of the reasons that I have grown so quickly into so many different things that I can do. And how long did it really take you to kind of start accepting it? Was it something 
immediate or was it, you know, with, you know, your first awakening with your mom, you know, passing and stuff like that? Like, you're like, okay, well, I, I heard this. So, you know, maybe I can do this. Like what, what was kind of like the process that that kind of happened? You said, okay, I'm going to actually open up if you want to, you know, come and talk to me or whatever, I'm going to accept it. I'm going to receive it. And I'm going to actually, you know, you know, pay it forward, if you will. Like what kind right. of, how long did that take for you? So, um, so I did not do anything with it when I had the, my mom's passing. And mm -hmm. in part of it is because I didn't know I could. I, the, I, that wasn't even a possibility in a thought of mine. It was like something that happened. That's cool. Move on. I didn't right, right, right. think about it. Also, the times were different. There wasn't this opening that is right now of so many people being awake, right? So the more people that, that wake up and they're tapping to their gifts, the more yeah. that you raise the vibration around you. And so you allow others around you to wake up, right? Or to mm -hmm. step into their power. And so that wasn't there when my mom passed away. And I just didn't do anything. Plus, I was met with a lot of uh, negativity towards it, right? Like I told my sister her message and she was, you know, she's like, uh, a, you know, straight Catholic. And she's like, I oh, yeah. She's like, I told you I don't want to hear anything about that type of stuff, right? Yeah, and I'm like, my, my, my family is, well, the, the funny part is my family is that way, but my dad is not that way. So my dad was, we were all raised Catholic. Mm -hmm. um, and I would tell him my stories of like things that would happen, you know, like yeah. I had a dream or, you know, I, I saw Dirk, I felt him, I smelt him. He goes, yeah, he's like, it happens. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, right? I was kind of, you know, saying it to him like, because we always had conversations and we still always have conversations, but I had never thought that he would be like, oh yeah, he's like, man, that's pretty cool. That's really cool. You know, I, I hope maybe one day that your mama comes and talks to me and all this, oh. you know what I mean? Just like things yeah. like that. And I'm just like, okay, so you're open to it. So this is cool. I like this. That is and so when I would tell my that. sister at mm -hmm. first, she was just like, that is so weird. Cause I had told her one day, this was maybe a month or so after, um, after Dirk had passed. And I said, I go, it was the weirdest thing. Oh, I just, I had this dream and I could smell him. And I literally like, I hugged him and I kissed him. And it was just like, he was right there. It was so crazy. So crazy. She's like, oh, wow. That's, that's weird. That's different. You know, kind of nonchalant, like not really believing it. She's like, it was just a dream. It was just a dream. But it happened to her with my mom, with our mom. <laughs> so she was literally having a conversation with her mom and she's her, my mom said, it's going to be okay. Everything is going to be okay. And she's like, and she hugged me and it felt like it was real. I was like, see, I told you. <laughs> it's just the connection that you have with whoever it is. It's like, it's, it comes, it comes and you're never going to probably have it again. It might be once, it might be twice. You never know. But like that once is enough for, for me at least. And now for her to really believe that this is not made yeah. up. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. So I that's think that's beautiful. that's so cool. Yeah, it was it was the coolest. It was the coolest. But no, I, I it's 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 great that you know you're 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 doing this and you're kind of tapping into these different types of modalities of healing, you know, because I, a lot of people don't know what a lot of this stuff is and I think that was why I wanted to have you on because you know you know, I, I can't talk to Joe Dispenza, <laughs> you know, but you're doing quantum healing, you know, and a lot, of, I'm sure a lot of people, other people are, but I'm just connected to you for whatever reason. I was like, uh -huh. I like this, what she's doing here, you know, this is pretty cool. Yeah. So, Thanks. so tell us a little bit also about, you know, the Akashic records. I mean, I've, I've talked to this uh, a little bit with, with Jamie back in the day, but I never really kind of, I mean, I think I was kind of understanding it, but not really, but I want to kind of, you know, have people, um, 
open up to it and see if maybe that's something that maybe they want to get into as well. Okay, so the Akasha records is imagine um, the way that it was explained to me didn't make sense to me because it was explained to me as a really huge library that, that has everything, everyone's records of every thought, everything that happens. But mm-hmm. that didn't make sense to me because I'm thinking every single thing, every moment, every past life I have, it's just like I couldn't imagine a huge library that would hold it. Yeah. But then I saw it. I actually saw this library. And oh, wow. the way I describe it is an, an infinite, it's an infinite library. And then that makes sense to me. Like, right, it's infinite, right? And then the way that I saw it, it was like I was in this dark space, kind of like in space with like the stars, right? And mm-hmm. then I would look forward and then just like two huge long um, bookcases would just open yeah. up and they were like infinitely going into like, you know, the infinite part. And yeah, yeah, yeah. From top to bottom, like full of books. And then I would look to the left and then another one would open up and I would look to the end. So everywhere that I look in any degree, yeah. this path would like uh, open up of like full of books. And so what it is, is uh, an infinite library that contains every single person's um, experiences, uh, thoughts, ideas, everything. And it's not just people, it's animals, it's things like trees or houses. And you can open the oh, records wow. of, of your house, right? Or, or a pet or the tree in your front of your house and you can find out um, any information that it has lived either in this life or in any past life and you can also look at the future. So it's like this, oh. it's really like an infinite library of, um, of books, right? Um, it's incredible. And it's very useful because let's say you're going through something uh, where like, for example, I was going through this part of like not wanting to be seen as a healer, right? Because it's scary okay. coming from yeah. a Catholic thing. Um, and then uh, I had my Akashic records read by someone else. And they were like, oh, um, I see you were a princess and you could communicate with animals and you come to your mom. And, oh my gosh. Um, and you're telling her about it and she's like shushing you down because that's not proper. You know, right, and right, then right. you're married off to this guy, you know, because, you know, back then in whatever time that was. And then yeah. you just had to suppress your all of your gifts. And then you basically died inside because, you know, there was. And right. so then we, and so what she did is like, she rewrote that story. So we rewrote the story. Like, okay, so now here you are. You're imagining the, the animals or, or you communicate. You go to your mom and this time she receives you and she encourages you. And then you get married with someone who accepts you and encourages you and loves that. And so then I love that. The, the story is rewritten and then. I was like healed and then like that's the story that I, I remember right I, I mm-hmm. remember the re- so this is a way of healing in the Akashic Records it is being able to rewrite the trauma that we have um, acquired from a past life um, and people might say like well how does that affect me the past life right like like yeah. it has nothing to do with me now um, so the way that I can explain it there's been like studies like with the rats right there's like mm-hmm. they had this rat and then uh, they had like these raspberries and it had to go through a maze and when the rat went to get the raspberries, it was giving like an electric shock, right? Like, yeah, cruel, yeah. right? So it's like, ah, yeah. right? And so then the, the rat learned that, okay, it sees the raspberry and now all of a sudden it already gets scared without even touching it. Is, it. It's the association of the pain with the raspberry or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But then they took that rat and it had offspring. And then the offspring was never um, exposed to that type of, you know, torture. Right. And they did this for like seven generations when none of the babies were ever exposed to it. 
and then they show that baby the raspberry and the baby would still have that reaction in its body. Wow. And so the, <laughs> the way that this trauma is wow. passed on. Okay. Is so like, I'm literally having a mind blown situation right now. Okay. Yeah. So my, my whole thing, or I guess my whole trauma has been abandonment. Mm-hmm. And I never knew like where that came from. And I was like, oh, you know, maybe because my parents were, so my mom had me when she was 42. My dad was, you know, 44. They were older back in 82. That was like not, you know, heard of. Uh-huh. Remember, right. And I was like, oh, you know, maybe it's because, you know, my parents were working and it was really my sister and my aunt who, who raised me and stuff like that. But it's really not has anything to do with me. So now that you say that, so my grandmother literally when my when my mom was born and stuff like this and this is a very private thing and and, but it's this is I share everything on here Mm -hmm. so my grandmother when she had my mom she had gone and like was I think she had met somebody else so like my mom's dad passed away so she met somebody else and then my grandmother actually went to live um and 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 I think to another country or something like that I, I can't remember the story but my grandmother Uh, left my mom with her grandmother so I think and my mom and I never knew this until like my dad like my mom would start talking and my dad would start talking and telling us stories he's like yeah he's like your your mom resented your grandmother because she left so young and she left her like with your grandmother which was fine my grandmother literally my great-grandmother raised my mom Uh and it was a great relationship and they had it like she was very strong and she learned that from her but she felt abandoned by her mom because her mom left Mm -hmm. and wasn't really there kind of thing. So it has nothing to do with me. It has actually to do with my mom. Right. So these are the rocks that you're carrying (laughs) over, right? From your ancestors. And you know what? If you go even deeper, you're going to find out that your great grandmother also had that. Also, I'm sure. Right. And you need to find out like how far, you don't need to find out, but it will be helpful to find out how far back that right. goes through, right? And you mm-hmm. can find this uh, through the emotion code. You can find this through light language. You can find this through the Akashic records. You can find this uh, through, um, through asking your body, the sway, using the sway. Like, there's like so yeah. many ways of finding out like how deep or how long this goes in order for you to clear it. Yeah. Yeah. Bananas. Wow. Okay. Like- <laughs> right? And so we don't know Who and we're thinking that it's all us and it's our fault because we yeah. are, right? But it's not, yeah. right? I was like, I go, man, that's, I mean, that's really shitty that I'm actually thinking that, you know, that this abandonment, I was like, but I really, I don't feel that way. I don't feel that way. It's because but it's then not yours. I, and it's not mine, but it, but I have associated it with me only because like when my uh, late husband passed, I oh I had said and, and I now I know it had nothing to do with me his suicide but I was like I go why wasn't I enough for him to stay and be with me so I actually took that trauma from the past also into my own situation I was like okay this is why I feel this certain way and you know April's on here I think she's still on here mm-hmm. um you know we did a session a hypnosis session and she's like why are you so afraid of you know having a relationship again i'm like I, i'm not afraid i'm not afraid she's like no that you you, you are that what like what's like what's going on and i'm like honestly and i said it and i didn't realize what, what i was saying until i actually said it i said because it might happen again she's like what might happen again 
I was like, my partner might die. And she's like, everyone dies. She's like, but the fact of the matter is, is she's like, you're anticipating something that might happen in a year, in 10 years, in 20 years. She goes, wouldn't you rather want to have a relationship or uh, experience a relationship with somebody for another 10 years or another 20 years or another 30 years? She's like, you're only 40. 30 years, you're 70. And if they pass at 30 years, you can have another one. Another 10 years, 20 years with somebody amazing. She's like, don't be afraid of, of it happening again because death is inevitable. Yes. She's like, but you never know how long you have with that person. So just be present. Just be present yes, and enjoy present whatever that experience is. And I'm just like, holy cow. <laughs> but now that you also brought that up, right? That's also part of manifestation, right? Because mm -hmm. if subconsciously or like deep down you're thinking, I don't want to be with someone because if they might die, obviously they will because, you know, we're all right, right. die, yeah. right? Yeah. What are you doing? You're actually putting it out to the universe that the next person that you're going to meet is going to pass away early as well. Right. Because, right? And so instead... It's in, that ba it's in the back of your mind or in your subconscious is. or whatever, or conscious even now that, you know, that you're thinking about it. Right. So, wow. And so instead of that changing you, because it's really difficult to just clear it without putting something else in its place. Right. So when, like when I do energy clearings, like I remove dark energies or I remove what no longer serves you. And then we mm -hmm. fill you up with light. We fill you up with love. So it fills up all the spaces because otherwise it's very easy for you to just grab them back in because you've been so used to keeping them. Right. 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 And so you want to switch that, that the mentality or the way of thinking of like, you know, the next person I'm going to meet uh, or my next romantic partner, uh, we're going to live day by day to its fullest. And we're going to just enjoy it in the moment because 100%. that's what it is. That's what's important. And it doesn't matter. We're not looking at like, oh, what are, I mean, I'm not looking at like, when are you going to die? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's wild because that. we're conditioned to think that. And then also, you know, even dating for me after, after his passing, I was like, everyone I met, I was like, could you be the next husband? Could you do this? Could you do that? You know, like literally on date two. And I was having this anticipation and this expectation yes. of you have to be this, 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 all this stuff. And when it didn't fit like my, my box, my checklist, if you will, mm -hmm. right? I was like, well, this kind of works. This kind of could work, maybe whatever, blah, blah. And I was trying to literally fit a square peg into a triangle. And I was like, it, it could maybe work. It could probably work. But I wasn't healed enough to understand, like, no, stuff. Like, this is not the part you need, to, you need to be with. And this is not the thought process that you need to have. You need to not have expectations all the time of, like, okay, are we going to get married? Are you going to marry me? You know, you know, like, all this kind of luggage, this baggage that I'm putting onto myself mm -hmm. because I felt, for lack of a better term, I felt abandoned by this partner. And I'm like, well, I want to continue living that amazing, fabulous life with somebody else. Maybe you'll fit. Maybe you'll fit. Maybe you'll fit. You know what I mean? And that's not what it is. And I actually took this year. Um, I had told myself, I was like, I'm going to be single for a year, maybe two years, you know, just not, not to, so much to find myself, but I think just to really understand what I wanted in a partner, whether it's marriage or not, I'm okay with, but just somebody in my life. Right. And now you know the the person that i'm with now it's 
I have zero expectation and we're literally, well, I'm literally living day by day and just enjoying it. And it's fabulous and it's amazing. Yeah. And this weight literally is lifted off of me. Cause I'm just like, whatever happens happens and you have to just be present. And I think yeah. that was for me, the hardest thing to do is actually be present in whatever the moment, the time, whatever, whoever it was, whether it's a relation, a romantic relationship or even a friendship. Mm-hmm. Like this was very hard for me to do. And now I'm the fact that I'm actually doing it, all these different opportunities, the blog, the podcast, doing lives, the book, whatever it is, it's just kind of coming like, okay, you're open, you're relaxed, like chill out. Cool. All right. So we're going to bring some stuff to you and we're yeah. going to help you grow and help yeah. other people. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's wild. It's yeah. wild. It's amazing. And, and really that time that you took for yourself, like it's just, like you said, you know, I'm saying like to find myself, but that's, that's kind of like what, you know, the media tells you, right? Go find yourself right. or whatever, right? But it's really feeling whole, right? I am whole as me. And yeah. then my partner is here so that I can uh, share my wholeness with his or her wholeness, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not about like, um, that's my other half, which, you know, right. Right. So that's the Word old to, way of that thinking. was the old way of thinking. Like that's my other half. That's uh, and then in, when in Spanish, died. my mom would say my media naranja, si, my right. my other half orange. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's so cute. That's so cute. And now that I'm kind of like in that space, I'm just like, no, I'm my own naranja. I'm my own yes. orange. You know what I mean? Like if right. you come cool, if you don't. All right. You know, like that's because that's when, OK, too. When we believe that somebody else has to fill us or make us whole, then when that person leaves, whether it's a marriage or it's a death or it's a boyfriend of like two weeks, we feel empty or we feel like, what do I do? Because I'm only half of me. And that's not the way, right? The way is like we are whole and then I share all of me with all of you and then we have fun together as opposed to completing each other, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, that's, I think that's something so difficult and it's and it's interesting because I actually had this conversation with my nephew he's 20 years old you know he's uh-huh. in college you know all this stuff and he's like you know I was so happy with her and all this stuff and blah 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 this you know new relationship of a couple of months right uh-huh. and he's like you know and now I just you know now I just don't know what to do and I said whoa 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 and I said look even I go this took me a very long time to understand I was like you have to be happy within yourself If somebody comes along, makes you happy, awesome. That's great. That's the cherry on top. And if they leave, you're still the whole Sunday. Mm -hmm. And he was kind of like trying to process it a little bit. He's like, well, I am happy. I am whole. I'm like, okay. I'm like, great. I was like, well, you know, if she comes around again, great. And if she doesn't, then she doesn't. On to the next or whatever the case may be. I was like, but you just have to be happy and be present and don't think about things of like, you know, what if this, what if that. I go, because that's just going to get you in a bad situation. I was like, trust me, I'm telling you from experience. <laughs> and I hate saying that to you because I feel like an old lady now. <laughs> Back in my day. So I know. Yeah, right? just it's interesting. So like, it's, it's, it's funny because I, I actually notice it now. What I was doing, you know, he's kind of doing a little bit, but not as, not as badly as I was. But I was always searching for you know, and the next, the greatest, whatever. And I was like, well, why can't I find somebody? You know, this was before I met my, you know, my late husband and stuff. 
And then when I met him and it was just like, this is great. This is awesome. And then when he passed, I was like, how am I going to find that again? Like, you know, that, that, that emptiness was, was there. And it wasn't because I wasn't whole. I just, I think I had invested my whole everything to him and to the family and stuff like that. And I really, you know, for lack of a better term, I really, I lost myself because when he passed and we closed the business, I was like, what do I want to do with my life? Right. What am I interested in? What do I like? What don't I like? You know, and it took me a minute to kind of get back to who I was and who I, who I am meant to be, you know what I mean? And I think that's really, really important, especially for somebody who loses a partner um, to really kind of dig deep down inside and actually say, okay, what is it that I want out of this next chapter in my life, whatever that may be. Yeah, and I'm glad that you shared that right now too because um, it feels like so many people go through their awakening with some type of trauma. It's either mm -hmm. a loved one passes uh, uh, away or they have an accident or an illness or, or they lose their home or something huge yeah. happens that makes us reset and be like, okay, what now? And then a lot of times it's going like back to zero. Like you said, I lost my partner. Mm -hmm. I lost the business. What do I do with myself? Right? Yeah. It brings you back to zero for what? It's kind of like your soul, like, okay, you're getting off the path. You're getting off the path. So let's cut this branch off. And now you're back to zero. Choose the one that your soul is feeding right now so that mm -hmm. you can reset yourself in, in the purpose that you're going, right? The, the reason that you came to this earth uh, to, to live and to experience here and to learn. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I had always wondered that too. I was like, I go, you know, why did all of this stuff happen? And in such a short amount of time, mm -hmm. you know, my, my stepson overdosed, my husband's suicide, and then we lost the business. I was like, what the heck is going on? And literally I was like, I go, bring it on. Come on, let's go. You want, you need something else? I can knock it out too. Like what, what's happening here? But yeah, I was actually thinking, I was like, okay, all of this stuff, sorry, these people are doing <laughs> work out here. You know, all of this stuff is happening. What am I going to do with it? And not that there's a reason for things that happen, but this happened to me because I was able to handle all of this trauma and all of this stuff because that was, that was his, that was his destiny. And that was mm -hmm. his destiny, you know, and it, and it sucks to say that. And it's so hard to say that because I, I, I want, I wanted him to be with us for such a long time, both of them to be with us for such a long time. And just, again, the expectation, the thought process of, you know, having mm -hmm. that long life with the, with your partner. Yeah. But the fact of the matter was, it's like, okay, so his job, whatever that is, was to teach this to him. And his job was to teach this to me, whatever that is. So, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I lost my this, I lost my that or my, my person or whatever the case may be at the end of the day, we don't lose them. I think we gained so much from them because they actually taught us not only what they did here in their lifetime with us, but I think in the after as well, because they taught us how to be strong or not to think of certain things in certain ways, or, you know, taught us that we have a different purpose in our lives. Like, I didn't know that I was going to be talking about suicide and, you know, um, mm -hmm. uh, you know, addiction or anything like that in different modalities of healing, you know, to help somebody kind of open up and receive. Like I was, that was not even in my, in my, in my dialogue. 
Um, right. Yeah. And it was scary. It was super scary because I was like, well, I don't know if I want to open that portal up. I don't know if I want to open this kind of, you know, whatever it is up. Cause it was just, it was fear. It was just pure fear of, of the oh, unknown. Yeah. Because yeah. again, we have this expectation of how certain things are going to be, but you know, I'm so blessed and I'm honored that I was the person to kind of withstand all of this stuff because I'm able to talk about it. And, you know, for somebody who is not, for lack of a better term, I mean, you know, Jamie might uh, disagree with me, who is not, you know, into the spiritual so much, but I am, but is learning to be in this and to receive the messages and to learn about the archangels and the spirits and the guides and all the stuff for some, from somebody who had no idea what any of this stuff was. Mm-hmm. This, this this magic I call it magical stuff it is magical stuff yeah this it magical is. stuff was you know what I mean and I think that's helpful for me to you know speak with people who do this all the time that are more that are experts that you know can help me you know teach me and I can say hey listen if this doesn't work for you maybe try this you know to to try to get them out of that woe is me and this happened and I'm never going to do this or I'm never going to, or this is never going to happen again. You know, try to get out of that because it was also took me a a lot of years to get out of that. I'm never going to find somebody like XXX. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. And you know why you're not going, and you're right, right? You're not going to find someone exactly like it because that person Mm -hmm. had a specific purpose in your life. And so your life already happened with that. And now you, you have other things to learn, right? And so, the next person is going to be here to support your next chapter, not the chapter you just closed. Correct. Right? And also um, thinking about it as a way, because a lot of people think when something bad happens, they think, oh, why did this happen to me? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, you know, it's really changing it because things don't happen to us. Things happen for us. A hundred percent. Yeah. And so it happens yeah. for yeah. us so that we can grow. And like, is it, it's what we do with the, challenge that we're being presented with yeah um that that counts right that's the test that's the lesson what are you going to do with this now are you going to just go down that spiral of uh poor me and and depression which a lot of people mm-hmm. do and there's no shame in that because everybody just sure. is where they are uh but are you going to do that and and get to your goal like in the slow curvy road or are you yeah. going to to shift are you going to choose differently are you going to change your your set of mind and um and be a leader in in this area so that you can help others with your pain right 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah and it's also Amazing. the the language you know you, you never yes. really think about the language but it's like you know you know i can't believe this like you just said this happened to me Mm-hmm. And I, and I, and I would always say that I would always say that. And Jamie would always say, she's like, you can't, you got to change that language. She's like, yes. because it's, you're not in a, in a, in, in a victim place. She's like, this happened in your life for a reason, or this happened because you needed to do this with it, or you needed to do that with it, whatever mm-hmm. this things that happen in your life, not to you, things that happen in your life. Yeah. They're, they're lessons and they're teaching moments for, you know, X, Y, and Z, for whatever the purpose is, but you just have to be open to receiving the messages of like, okay, this happened. Why did this happen? Let's think about this. Okay, because I need to use whatever gift, whatever platform, whatever it is to talk about this and not have it so taboo and have, you know, people, okay, you know, maybe therapy, traditional therapy is not working for me. You know, I can't, 
I can't, you know, link up with somebody or whatever the case may be. And it's, it's like a dating. It really, therapy is like dating. You've got to find somebody who fits your vibe and fits your energy and all this stuff. And you have to be open to it because if not, you're not going to be able to move forward. And if that's not working for you, there's other modalities of modalities of healing that can help you. And I think yeah. that was the most important kind of lesson for me in all of this is that there's not only one thing in your box, yes. your toolbox, you know what I mean? There's yes. so many different things that we can so all many kind tools. of learn and just be open to it. You know, you try it once yeah. you don't like it. Okay. Try something else, but maybe go back to it later because your energy, you know, this month might be this. And then in a couple of months might be something totally different. Absolutely. You know? Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, uh, when we're healing, it's like an ever, it's a never ending path of healing, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I, I've had clients that come to me and, and they say, okay, let's work on this subject. Oh, I've already done that. I'm like, okay. And I'm hearing their guys telling me this, that they need something to happen. Oh, yeah, so yeah, way, yeah. Right? <laughs> I know so exactly like, what you're talking about. Right? And it's like, okay, so healing happens. It's kind of like an, an onion, right? You're peeling the onion. So you're mm -hmm. peeling this layer and then you, but it's an, a never ending onion, right? It's like it's always yeah. more layers. And the yeah. more we heal, the more stuff that comes up, which is different, which is deeper, which is the same mm -hmm. thing, but on a different level. Like um, when I did work on myself and I was working on my mother um, and I first did work uh, to heal the mother wound, yeah. nothing came out. I mean, my mom was passed and I was like, she was amazing. She was awesome. There was nothing wrong, right? that's where I was like I couldn't see anything wrong with her because that's where I was and it was right. like months later when I had done so much more healing I was like well let me try this one again and then like mm -hmm. stuff started coming I was like oh I forgot about that oh I forgot about yeah. that right <laughs> yeah. and then the stuff starts to come out and so it's, it's a never-ending um journey of healing 100%. because there's always more, you know, deeper, different things. And you have yeah. to be ready. You know, people have to be ready in order to release what we're holding on to. For sure. Right? And I think that's what a lot of people sometimes don't understand. It's like, you know, I remember a couple of people told me, they're like, oh, you know, it's been X amount of months. Like, you should be over it by now. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> You know, he passed away whenever you're young, you'll get married again, you'll do this again, you'll date again, whatever, blah, blah. I'm like, the ink hasn't even dried on the death certificate. Like, give me a minute, people. Like, you know what I mean? Just, just calm, calm it down, calm it down. But I think that's, that's the one thing that a lot of people don't understand that grief and healing are the two things that is going to be forever until you pass. And maybe after you pass too, you'll come back because you got to heal some more stuff. <laughs> You have to so keep on I doing mean, the work. You gotta yeah. keep on doing the work. You know, your yeah. work isn't done. You're like that chapter is not closed, kiddo. You're coming back. You gotta you gotta learn some more stuff, whatever it is, you know. So so no, I yeah. I'm so grateful to to talk to you today. Like I learned so much. Um yes, aha moments, you. super cool. <laughs> so I just I greatly, greatly appreciate it. So where can everybody find you if you know somebody wants to do a session with you? Like how does that all work? Um, so I have a website, it's called Healing Through You, okay. Healing Through You, and I have a private Facebook book, uh, group that's also called Healing Through You, um, All right. so I'm in different places, and my website has everything, I, I have, I do some work with one-on-one, -on -one, like single sessions, but mm -hmm. most of my work is like longer, because um, I can really bring somebody from, you know, where they are to like completely shift things, so I have different ways of doing that, um, I have my signature program, which is called Dream Weaving You, 
which okay. takes people from, um, I have like my, one of my first clients, she was like, I want to do what you do, but I, I've never done anything like this. And within six weeks of doing the work with me, she was like communicating with her grandmother who had passed Oh away. my gosh. That so, is awesome. Right. And so uh, that's the dream within you. And it's like, a, it's a six month container right now. And then for people who have done some work and uh, mm -hmm. want some more clarity and they want to shift from, go from here to there, I have something that's called Quantum Leap. And that's five or six sessions with me that we use within 10 weeks. And it really okay. is up to the client. Like I have it set up that we meet every other week. So it goes 10 weeks. But I have yeah. had some clients that are like, I just need to see you every week. And then we go through <laughs> all the sessions like week after week. And we I shift like a lot of stuff really quickly. Um, awesome. And I use all of my modalities that I have, that I have learned that I have, that have opened up to me. So I use the quantum energy and I use light language and I use the Akashic records. I use anything that... Um, that comes through for that person. I love and it. You can find all of So everyone's individual, website. correct? Like everything, like whenever you start talking with the person, you kind of feel, okay, maybe Akashic would be great for you, Reiki or quantum or whatever it is, whatever modality it is, you know, they speak through you and kind of say, okay, for this person, we're going to have to do X, Y, and Z. Yes. Uh, so I, yes. Yeah, so I receive the messages from the person's guides as they're speaking to me. So like, as you're speaking to me, I'm receiving information ah. about you. Like your guys are talking to me the whole time you're talking and I'm receiving information, <laughs> what are they right? Saying? <laughs> this is interesting. What are they saying? Yeah. So I, I, that's, and I didn't realize this. I didn't know how this happened. I just realized like two months ago of like how this happens. I'm like, Oh, I'm actually receiving information while the person talks. Like, wow. Like, oh you know, like, my gosh. That's awesome. So, but you know, one of the things that's uh, great is that I just go with the flow. So I just allow it to open um, so that people and can can just tell me and then I, I just give them what it is, you know? And what yeah. are they saying about you? They were talking about the, that, the reason that we talk a lot about the ancestral uh, trauma and bringing the, the things, it's like they were talking about that with you. They were talking about like bringing down this, this big thing of, you know, heavy rocks and stuff. Yeah. So, oof, and I'm just getting chills on that. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that's like, awesome. that's like a, that's an actual thing, you know, that you're carrying through that no yeah. longer serves you. And you can release that. You can just release it and ask for it to just like cut the cords. I'm an angels girl. I'm always bringing down the archangels. Um, so you can bring down Archangel uh, Michael and have him use his uh, sword of light and cut the cords to your ancestral uh, lineage and ask them to. Uh, anything that no longer serves you and then yeah. on and you can do this as many times as you feel like you need as well i love it. you know that's awesome yeah <laughs> so awesome so awesome i love it i love it well thank you so much valeria i appreciate your time and you guys um i'm gonna put the information below in the link um this will also be on the podcast as well i'll do some editing on uh, time and all that stuff but yes thank you so so very much oh, and thank you hopefully we'll get me. you back on soon yeah, I really appreciate it. It was great, great being here with you and meeting you in person, quote unquote. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and where are you? Are you where, stateside or? I'm in Pennsylvania away? right now. Ah, okay. Perfect. Where are you? Perfect. I'm in Tampa, Florida. Well, I'm in Sarasota oh. today, but yeah. Okay, so we're both in the East Coast, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Awesome. Yes. All thank right. You. Well, thank you so much and we'll talk soon. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye. Ciao. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram and Spotify and also on iTunes here as well. 
and be sure to rate and review this episode and all of our episodes and see you next time. Thanks. Thank you.